This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, hello, hello. Great to have you with us here on this Thursday afternoon and hope to hear from you at 360-676-5464. It's our phone number and available to you. For you to express whatever's on your mind, whatever's concerning you, that's all good here on KGMI Connects. Just vent away. Might challenge you a little bit, but uh, it's, our, it's, our, it's our safe place <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> At least I like to think of it that way. But uh, I saw uh, where uh, I guess there are bills now introduced in both the state House and state Senate that would impose another tax on ultra-wealthy people here in Washington, a 1% property tax, apparently, imposed on the multimillionaires and billionaires of Washington, of which there are just, I guess, they number in the hundreds. I don't... Uh, so it, it can't be that many. I mean, there's a good number, but... And, of course, the concern of those who oppose this type of tax is that It'll send those multimillionaires and billionaires fleeing the state. I mean, would would that be awful? I not, not nothing against these folks. I live next door to them, but I mean, if they decide to leave the state, is that a horrible thing? If, is that an argument against uh, a tax on? I just throwing it out there. But uh, what is on your mind? We want to hear from you. Three six zero six seven six. Five four six four, and our friend John in Ferndale gets us started today. Gets us gets us riled up, maybe. John, <laughs> what a beautiful day today, isn't it? Oh, it was gorgeous. I walked the dog. I I ran home at lunchtime. Walked the dog. The sunshine was shining on my back. I just it it felt like spring out. Well, uh, I, you hadn't been on on the air, or at least I I hadn't heard you uh, mention any, anything about uh, Jeff Beck, who. Oh know, yeah. That, just an amazing guitarist. I, oh yeah, I mean one of my just uh, my all time favorites. His, um, you know, especially I mean, I, I always pr- appreciated his rock, you know, guitar playing. But you know, he's uh, he, you know, started to do there were a couple of albums, jazz fuse uh, fusion albums in the seventies that, you know, hmm. blow by blow and uh, wired, a couple of great albums that uh, just amazing. I'll check those out. Yeah. Um, that's not why I called, though. And this is not to, you know, stir anything up. It's just that we have differing ideas in this country. And, you know, a lot of us retained our sanity when Donald Trump came along and didn't jump on the bandwagon and lose our minds. Um, now, I'm not saying this about Michelle. Michelle's pretty even-tempered and pretty logical about everything. But Michelle, my dear, you have it wrong about Canada. You will not get arrested if you go up to someone who's a mister and call him a miss or vice versa. If you trans or if, if you uh, like if someone's transgender and you call them by the by the wrong thing, I mean, it might be rude or whatever, but you're not going to get arrested. And, and please, people from, you know, our Canadian neighbors, uh, give us a call and, uh, you know, uh, let people know, because like down here, people are losing their minds. They, you know, they saw the like during COVID crackdown in China, they had drones chasing people, and uh, Dennis Prager, oh, that's going to happen here. And then you know when when you know just different things, where they're always projecting, and that's one of them. And Michelle, you fell right into it. This is all about like all of a sudden drag queens are some new thing, right? If you don't like drag, don't go to a drag show. It's not my cup of tea, but I've been to one. I mean, I could appreciate the artistry that went into the makeup and the the whole costume thing. But, you know, to each their own. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you really believe in what Martin Luther King said, then expand it. Where, I mean, I don't judge people on the color of their skin or the gender that they were born with. Because it's something you cannot help. And, you know, just it's, it's innate. And you, you'll either like if if you're like a like a a gay man, say you know like this George Santos guy, you know he's he's marrying a woman because he wants to fit in, breaks her heart for like seven years, and oh I'm sorry George Santos, but he went by another name before, and he also has a drag name because he's a drag queen from Brazil. 
There's pictures of him now. This guy's all over the place. He's never he's, he's never said like nobody knows what the truth is with him. If he says his mom died on nine eleven, turns out that was a lie. He's like the you guy. Know? Um, uh, there there was the movie about the guy who kept playing. You know, catch was, me if you kept, can. Catch me if you can. Yeah, played all these different roles and. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, uh, I just want to now. Yeah, he spent the guy's money that he uh, was gonna was gonna save his cat, and I tell you, his ya, dog, his pit bull, his dog, his dog. That's right. Yeah, right, right. He spent the money, and the dog couldn't get the surgery, and and oh, now boy. a veteran is is like a homeless vet, you know. But the, the thing is, the the level of uh, of of shamelessness, right? But it's also naivete, like Anne, Anne, my good friend Anne, who who mistakenly thinks that Biden's going to rot in hell, according to that, that, that promo. And you ought to read that Bible. Stop thumping it all the time. Read it. You burn in hell. You rot in your grave. Oh, okay. So, you all know, right. you're okay. mixing your metaphors. But her thing about <laughs> we shouldn't be involved in Ukraine, and it's like, you know, there were morons who ignored Hitler. That like almost a hundred years ago. Oh, he's no threat. Whatever he does in his country, we don't care. It's like Putin started this war, and he was using. And I, I'm sorry, but uh, where is Mr. Trump on this? Where's Marjorie Taylor Greene condemning Russia, the aggressor, killing civilians and children and anyone in indiscriminate bombing while they they get their butts kicked on the battlefield? All they can do is this terroristic type stuff. But it's like now in Congress. We we have enough people. George Santos, he's 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 uh, funded by China and Russia, a Russian oligarch. And now, right. Joe, now they're going to crash our our economy and the whole world economy if if they don't do the debt ceiling. So I hope everybody had fun enjoying the good times because you know with with one stupid decision. It could all be over in the world market's crash. All right, John, and uh, on that apocalyptic note, we'll say thank you for your input here on KGMI Connects. Let's go along to uh, Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. I was going to talk about the debt ceiling also. Uh Um, I think the, um, like uh, when I called before, uh, a few people uh, commented afterwards, and and it's good to hear people starting to think about what their priorities would be, how, like I, I called and was saying that I thought the Republicans should should create a budget and put it on the table and run the numbers through the Congressional Budget Office and see how it will affect Social Security and uh, Medicare and the military and veterans and and air controllers, air traffic control system, and all the things that government provides that they want to cut. And somebody called up and and is starting to think about the priorities. They said, well, I think they could fund Medicare fully and the military and the veterans and all of that. And then they would cut out a lot of frivolous stuff. Well, when you look at the budget, um, the pie diagram, the biggest things are the debt are the Medicare interest on the debt, the military, veterans, and all of that. And all the other things are kind of small, but they're very prominent things that we would miss if we didn't have them, like um, – well, the infrastructure is important, and like the air traffic control system, they could not subsidize that, charge the airlines more, and then, you know, people would complain the ticket prices go way up. And another, one of the really tiny little slivers of the budget would, would hardly make any difference because it's really small compared to the military budget, but that's the space program. And like Space Babe, I'm kind of a fan of the space program, maybe not man space, you know, saying people into space is kind of costly, even though I favored the moon landings. But now, you know, you can do more with robotics. But it's such a tiny sliver of the budget. But at the same time, uh, our you know, technology is sort of something that we remember. And if we cut everything back except Medicare, which is kind of a survival thing, but if we cut all, you know, the funding for port districts and, you know, downtown development, and there's just lots and lots of money. And whenever you yeah. cut something, somebody's going to notice it, and then they're going to say, well, my business is going to be hurt, and I'm going to lose a job, you know, and all of that. Right, right. Yeah. And you're right. I'm just looking at 
at a pie chart here. 60, this is from, I think, oh, this is 2018. Uh, in 2018, over, well, 61.5% was mandatory spending, like you say. Uh, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, I think is in that. Um, another 15% is defense discretionary spending. 15, you know, Congress says we want to, and then the president says we want to spend this much on defense. Um, then another 15.9% is non-defense discretionary. And you, like you say, it's a whole lot of stuff in the mix there and, 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 and programs and spending that's really important to some. I mean, to us, spending money, federal dollars to preserve the ecosystem of the Great Lakes may, might not seem it's all far away. It's a long ways away. But isn't that in, as important as spending money to help maintain the health of Puget Sound or uh, and highways here and there? So, yeah, I think a good point. Another seven yeah. 7.6% uh, went to pay interest on the debt back in Yeah. You have a lot of things like high freeways are very expensive, and the automobile is a more expensive means of transportation than, you know, if we don't have the highways, then we have the traffic jams. Well, there you the go with tax. all your bike riding again there, Robert. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like, like, I think with the space program, I think it's pretty good. It's just a teeny part of the budget, but some people think, well, private enterprise can do better, and Elon Musk, he did waste a lot of money to buy Twitter, but... Yeah, he's done a lot of good things in space, but if it wasn't for NASA contracts for him um, sending missions to the to the space station and so forth, he it's kind of like NASA's planted a lot of the seed money that helps some of these private firms get started. Yeah, all right. All right, thanks, Robert. Appreciate your thoughts. And we'll take a quick break. we got other folks on the line. We'll hear from Daniel, Rich, Jim, and you here on KGMICONX 360-676-5464. Are you looking for health insurance? Is 2023 the year you finally retire? Maybe you were unable to make a change to your plan during the annual enrollment period. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. Special enrollment periods may allow you to still make a change to your insurance plan for 2023. Whether you have questions about Medicare or individual health plans, the friendly agents at Vibrant USA can help. Give us a call, 866-733-5111 and put us to work for you. Wilson's Furniture's winter sale is going on now. Your chance to save storewide on living, dining, bedroom furniture and mattresses at the best prices of the year. Stop at Wilson's Furniture today. It's Wilson's Furniture's annual winter sale going on now. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. In the shop. Toyota is still fully vested in the internal combustion engine, and they saw it was a visionary of the future being a, uh, a fuel cell vehicle. Steve from Panacea, Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. The efficiencies there, but find me a location where you can go fuel up your hydrogen fuel cell yeah. here in, in Whatcom <laughs> County. In the shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We go right back to the phones, whatever's on your mind. We want to hear from you as well. And let's go to Daniel in Bellingham. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Hey, Joe, I want to respond to what uh, John Ferndale was talking about, um, you know, Biden and hell and and talking about Biden going to hell and all that. Okay. You know, you know, it's a it's a simple thing. It's not really hard to try to understand, you know. It's like the beggar. Uh, you know, it's a parable. You know, it's um it's what we say. You know, the beggar and Lazarus didn't feed the beggar his crumbs and he ended up going to hell and he tried to 
reach his brothers and say, please don't come to this place. Just give me a drop of water. So there was no more chances. Hmm. You know, um, I don't understand why people like to gossip about hell, because hell is a very real reality. You know, it's not just a word. You know, it's... um, it, it, it's, uh, oh, my God, it's it, it's like a fire that burns inside our hearts, you know, okay. and, and talking about Biden, you know, Biden will say anything. You know, when you look at somebody that's a reputable like he is, you know, and then the people like to say the things that he does and do the things that he does, you know, it's uh, – it, it, it's scriptural. It's in the Bible. You know, it, it's not nothing false about going to hell. It's a very real place. And when people do the things that, and say the things especially, this man begged for a drop of water on his tongue. The tongue is an unruly evil. And when we start to gossip and not knowing the facts and the truth about what we're talking about, We are gossiping, and I got to tell you, brother, that's a bad place to be. All right. Okay. All right, Daniel. Thanks for your thanks for your thoughts there. Um, I okay. Hell is a the real thing that's awaiting some of us. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hey, Rich. How's it going? Doing okay. Well, the oldest child of former President Ronald Reagan says in public that he's not afraid of burning in hell. There used to be these advertisements of the freedom from religion foundation yeah, ron ron reagan right ron, ron reagan yeah, yeah. it's just hilarious i'm ron reagan and i'm not afraid of burning in hell i just laugh it's like dude you have no idea it is probably something not to be made light of and we use it as a saying like you know when you don't like somebody to the extreme you want them to burn in hell well yeah he's right and and that it's so funny though and that that promo. Well, that's why I had to use so, that. It's so that. funny. I just, well, it's yeah. the way it's said, but it's, but anyway, so it's, a question. It's, it's a little, you know, it, it's, it's, it's attention getting. Yeah, it exactly. Is. All right. I have, so I have a question for the host, if he wants to uh, go down that road. He'll, he'll entertain your question. At uh, what point is the tax rates enough and are we paying enough enough tax. I mean, it's going to continue to go up throughout our lifetime. It will probably never go down. We're always going to pay more and more and more. And when, when do you think enough is enough? I don't do know if I haven't really thought about that. And I guess I won't probably give you a, a, a direct oh, no, answer, but, but I think what we do need in this state, just think, you know, just talking about here in our state, I think we do need tax reform. I think our taxing system is completely upside down and People who have the the least have to pay the most as far as a percentage of what they have and what they have what what their income is and uh, and your income and your percentage is up to what you have done in your life and your choices. So well, I would argue that that so number but, should be fair. Well, I don't. Not everybody has the same opportunities, or that's and, true. And but some who has the same. some who are wildly wildly successful. Um, I'm, and I'm not saying everyone, but and because some are very industrious and work really hard and are just and are talented and come up with a great idea. Others kind of luck them. into it. Um, but luck has pun- very little punishment. To do with it. Even well, I, I saw an interesting post today, and, and uh, that it just was a statement saying if Elon Musk can afford to lose x number of billions of dollars can he afford to pay a little more in taxes i mean you know well, what does well, he pay? Tra- i bet you i bet you he pays more than you and me too. oh well absolutely uh so i'm sure and it, i'm sure he pays a lot why, why is it never enough to soak the rich till they're till they're not rich anymore i mean i think it's just to get votes but because, i mean like you said, well, it, 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 well, well whoopty do and that just talk, raise talking about million bucks well talking about this um this property tax that's been proposed for one thing they say it would raise three billion, and um, okay, so maybe and, until the people leave, and <laughs> you know? it's a one percent property tax on the property above two that with the they be able to exempt two hundred fifty million dollars worth of property before they're even taxed. Uh, so no, I, I don't know. I mean, these now. we're talking about really really wealthy people that have an awful lot of money. 
And I mean, and at one it point, it didn't happen by magic. That's the thing. We are punishing people who, by and large, have worked hard. A few of them have inherited it, but most people who inherit great wealth lose it all. Did you know most people who win the lottery, Joe, are bankrupt within five years? Well, I think pro- pro- I, that wouldn't surprise me, but I think it's because there are people that aren't they they don't have any idea of how to handle yeah. that kind and of that's wealth. That's how it is. That's how it is when you inherit money a lot of times too. Yeah. You didn't earn it and learn the hard lesson. You lose it. So this whole idea that. Well, they had this unfair advantage or they got something for free. Eh, very small percentage. Most have worked for it. And we should – people come to this country because you get rewarded for your hard work. But we're working against that. We're trying to take but away when, – But the when there's a, a limited work. resource, it's, do it's we not, allow a limited, few – uh, uh, It's well, not limited. Well, wealth is. I nope. mean, it, yeah, not it at is. All. Yeah. Joe, it our is. government – you, you defend the endless printing of money and endless debt. Therefore, it is not limited. But if the government, the, government can, the government doesn't just create money. It prints money, yes. yes but yep, it, they do. They create but it. When, it, it. when the government hit – that's what we're talking about today. The government is hitting the wall as far as debt. It can't just that's create money. That it they can't, do. Well, it doesn't. They have to they borrow do, it. There's they have book, to turn around and they have to borrow no. it. Steve Forbes has a book. If you read that, I've, I've alluded to it a few times. I think I sent you some screenshots. He explains in great detail how they absolutely printed out of thin air, and that is the truth. It's well, fake pieces of paper that all of a sudden have value after they're created. Right. It's well, the value, is, uh, the value is what, what we put fake into fake. it. But, the, well, if the, the government – well, then why is there such a thing as, as – a government debt if the government can simply create money, can create wealth. That's, I well, mean, that's the that's good point. Why, why would because it? Because it's all imaginary. And the well, China money, well, money is imaginary. I mean, all of anything we value is, I mean, you could say it's imaginary. I mean, and I'm, uh, but, but, uh, but we have to say, but it, it's important to us as human beings. We need well, a we way need to, tool. we need a, a way tool to buy things. Well, exactly. To uh, to to regulate our our interactions. That's what we use right. it for. Well, we all produce something in the economy, such as you're in the radio business. You're putting up that, and you get paid for it. And then you buy food and housing and this and that. And the guy who builds houses gets paid for building houses. Right, and right. He buys food and they yeah. buy advertising on the radio. And it's a circular thing. Sure. But when they can print it out of thin air. And it, what happens is, is we have this inflation. That's from the printing of money. But, just, they, you know, but they don't just print because what they print doesn't stay in circulation forever. And, I mean, if the government could just print money and create money, we wouldn't have a, a federal deficit. And we, would, and we wouldn't and – and our money ultimately wouldn't be worth anything because – that would well, just be would just be churning and creating, creating. Okay, and so at a certain point, though? people would say, "Well, wait, this isn't worth anything because all you do is just create more when you need more. Uh, right. How is that worth anything?" It's like well, there's history lessons that are to that effect where yeah. they had to have the wheelbarrow of money after what was that after World War One because the German yeah. government printed so much money that it you would it would cost. Well, and they've More done money that by the time the yeah. meal was over, you, you the price of your meal went up while you're eating it. Right, right. And some of these, and, you know, the, uh, these, uh, you know, second, third world countries have done the same thing where they just, uh, you know, their money, they they have I like went a to Subway today. several thousand percent uh, inflation rate. That's just you crazy. know what a foot long at Subway is with a drink and a chips. Hmm. Eighteen ninety nine. Hmm. Now that has nearly doubled in five years. So much for the five dollar so, foot long. Oh yeah, that's all long gone. Yeah, five dollar <laughs> foot long. And that's only a few. Cause I mentioned that to the lady at the till. I said that wasn't that long ago. Five dollar foot long. She said, Oh yeah, people still talk about that, but you know that's just gone. So yeah. our money has become more worthless. We are the inflation, and it's the fastest in forty years, and it's painful. It well, takes right out of your paycheck what you can do. Your paycheck now has more less power. Okay. All right, less Rich. Usability. Anyway, have a good day, Joe. Thanks, man. Good to talk with you. As always, let's see real quick. Uh, well, we uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back uh, back here in uh, give me ninety seconds, and we'll uh, hear from uh, Jim, Bruce, Rod, and you. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite. You become part of our community at Spring Creek by Bonaventure. New neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at three six zero seven four six two four three two and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirement. 
staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Vibrant USA, Pacific Security, Lighthouse Mission Ministries, Feller Heating and Air Conditioning, and Columbia Fire. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And Jim in Bellingham has some thoughts on today's Prager show. Hey, Jim. Oh, how are you doing, Joe? You're doing well. Well, I listened for the last half hour. Okay. And I heard a guy uh, talk Will Held. I just caught the end of the, of the discussion, but... Uh, he's worried that BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, these are investment uh, vehicles or whatever, uh, and that by investing in them, they're going to ruin uh, America. Hmm. Uh, uh, Will Held did say that. He said it's going to destroy our way of life. Uh, so supposedly they want to boycott or some such thing, people to take their money out of these things. So uh, what brought me to memory was is this that, part of uh, that uh, a, da- the davos um switzerland thing i, I yes I, oh, okay okay these um but anyway right. whether it's perfectly relatable or not i don't know but i know there was a movement is a movement i still think it exists called bds uh, boycott divest and sanction that's uh, mostly for israel uh and it's actually been declared out uh, unlawful in like in certain places. Whether that has stuck to the, the the rule or not, I do not know. But I, I know it exists, and they've been serious fight back to try to stop it. Uh, and um, I I feel bad because I see what Israel has been doing. Now they've uh, declared that they can just go ahead and take full ownership, I believe, of the West Bank or parts of it. Uh, they're getting more and more right-wing every every time. And, and whenever you go against Israel, you know, and we're not going against Jewish. There's plenty of good Jewish people like Noam Chomsky and Phil Spennis and Norman Finkelstein and all those people. Uh, but we're going against what their treatment is of the Palestinians who— uh, according to one website I looked up uh, several years ago, they were uh, one million in the land of Judea uh, compared to 600,000 uh, ethnic uh, Jewish people. And, and uh, that's the way it was. They, I didn't read too much into it, but I believe they got along fairly harmoniously. But since the creation of Israel and the Nakba, which was the terrorism of the newly arrived uh, Israelis, uh, from other countries and the ones that lived before, they drove the Palestinians out, slaughtered some, uh, made refugees, and all the sorts of the others. So those type of uh, ideas you don't hear much because you know about the Holocaust, which was you know one of the worst things that ever happened. Uh, but any any ethnic group, it's a uh, word of caution. Uh, we're just people. There's nothing that uh, is in the soil in this country. Uh, American exceptionalism, as it's called that will prevent us from acting like other people have in the past. And I'm not saying it'll go that far. I hope not. But uh, okay. we should be able to have the freedom to not buy and, and not promote buying stuff from uh, Jewish industries until, not Jewish industries, Israeli industries, until such time as they've uh, worked out a better solution. Okay. So right. it's a very it's a t- terrible problem over there. Uh, you yeah. know, Rachel Corey was from Western or, or – from Olympia, uh, I think. Evergreen, Evergreen State. Uh, right. Called, she was run over by a tank, you know, right. by a, a, a bulldozer. They, she was trying to stop him from bulldozing a house. And yeah, that and was so, uh, uh, back in the early two thousands. I recall that. Yeah. Yes. So I, I, I think that they, uh, uh, 
Okay. They're getting worse and worse. They're just ever more right wing. And so All I right, think Jim. Like, thanks for letting me talk anyway. You bet. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to uh, Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, on the on the debt ceiling, you know, you were t- talking about these different areas of the budget. Well, uh, you know, I, I think we should start thinking a little bit about more privatizing some of these things, like the Social Security, like Medicare has semi-privatized, where Medicare, all they do is is take the money out of your Social Security and a private company uh, uh, handles your affairs in the medical area. Well, and no, also, I mean, you mean you get a Medicare Advantage plan, but that pays, or or a supplemental plan that pays, that you pay extra. I mean, Medicare pays without going through private insurance, does it not? No. A, a large portion is done by, in Medicare now, I'm, I'm t- talking about somebody who's retired. Yeah, right, okay. But, and, and so uh, in the Advantage plans, Social Security deducts money from your Social Security mm-hmm. to, to uh, each month to pay for the uh, private plan. But the private plan doesn't cover everything. There's, there's some things that are de- deductible. So I'm just saying that it is semi-privatized. It, it isn't totally, but anyway, if we could apply the same thing to Social Security and privatize it uh, by having some of these uh, uh, financial brokerage houses like Fidelity and uh, and uh, there's numerous brokerage houses that that would that could handle your your uh, your social security and and also about uh, that though is what happens when uh, you know they've got it all invested in the stock market what happens when we have a crash which happens i mean and then all of a sudden the whole system is um you know is brought to its knees i mean no and they can't pay no, they can't pay benefits since, i uh, you know, no I since, since 1930 the stock market has always recovered well, there there have been downturns, but it's always recovered, always. Okay. And all, also on the taxes, I agree with you. I, I, I think there should be a flat tax and, and get rid of all this these agents and everything, these 80,000 uh, extra agents, agents that, that they want to uh, uh, hire. And and down downsize the IRS to a flat tax. Okay. Well, oh, okay. Well, I'd agree with that. I guess if there's just a flat tax, but a graduated flat tax, because I frankly I don't think someone who is worth millions or in some cases billions should pay the same percentage as someone who it brings home thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. I think there should be a graduated tax but that's just well we there. disagree then all right Bruce. Uh, okay. <laughs> i'm not surprised but that's all right oh, okay thanks okay man. bye appreciate it we'll take let, well, no before we take a break let's go to rod in bellingham hi rod hey hey what's happening there uh, i'm gonna just, play a little i'm gonna play okay. a little what if with you today just okay. even on that last topic there okay you know just something to ponder all right what if um the federal reserve actually printed the real dollars that this country has already spent. Just that, just a thought. Okay, just chew on that for a moment after work today and think what would happen to the dollar bill if they were to actually print every dollar that they have already spent. That was one thing. Um, another thing is, is what if, after all the dust is settled with Joe Biden, and what if they find out that his son and him were involved in corrupt dealings with the Chinese government, amongst others, and they were able to get to the bottom of his real wealth, of how he accumulated 
the wealth that he has acquired as an individual, just what if, and how would that affect you? And then the other is this a a right wing fever dream that you're uh, relating? No, 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 not at all. Okay, no, not not at all. That's 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 really not driving me. Um, The word treason comes to my mind, but I'm not Hmm. saying. I'm not no. accusing him of that right now. I'm just saying, okay. what if? Okay. What would well, that? What would that? What would that do to America? And then the other thing that I was oh thinking boy. about today, because a, okay. a, good, a good friend of mine, I know it's kind of heavy stuff here, man. And then the other thing um, that I mean, a friend of mine uh, today, we we were talking about uh, very dear people that we've that have left us in this lifetime, and um, you know the the thing about. You know how they say, well, if you had to do it all over again, would you do the same thing, blah, 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 blah. And we were just talking about the moments when people pass. And a lot of them, uh, and then people who have mentioned this that worked in hospice too, um, they mention we all think we have a little more time than, than we do. You know, the old saying of, you know, time is money. Well, time really isn't money, and neither are them. Are, are are the same, the same, and they, mm-hmm. but they're often spoken in the same context and or tense. And it's like money is is something that you can you you make, you can store up, you spend. Time is this unknown bank account that you're given at the beginning of your life, as you know it here, and it's always you're always withdrawing from it. You know now mm-hmm. how you live. You know, you might be withdrawing much more <laughs> than you think, like burning the candle at two ends, so to speak. But we just we don't have that that window that says, guess what? You're going to pass now. But if you knew that, say, you had five days left, I guarantee you that most of us that are listening to, to, to my voice, me included, we would probably present ourselves and conduct ourselves and spend the time that we do have differently than what we have planned for right well, at this moment. That's probably true. Yeah. All right, so, and, we, and, and ask yourself why. Just, just why. Is it the unknown? Is it, hey, you know, hell doesn't exist for me right now, so hell doesn't exist. Heaven is a wonderful place, but... Man, I just don't want to reach those proty gates quite yet. It's so beautiful, right? But what if we really did know? Wow. Um, and why don't we? And, and so why don't we, we live our lives well, that way? Like we know. Yeah, but if we if we live our lives with that, I, I think it'd be overwhelming. I, quite frankly, if we lived every moment. Well, because we know that. We know that in the back of our minds, that we are finite creatures, that that day will come. But if we live every moment with that, it would be overwhelming. And, and for mo- many people, at least, it would be it, it would be paralyzing. You'd be paralyzed with fear. Like, I, I, and I don't, I don't know what, what day that— Well, I mean, I think— We're escaping reality, I think, in our minds— we're like trying to no. run away from a boogeyman that we presuppose exists because it ex- it exists in this moment, which is all we have. We we tell ourselves that, but I mean, I guarantee well, you. Well, I, I can't guarantee hundred percent, but you're going to be back on the air here in just a, just a few seconds talking to somebody else. That's right. <laughs> so but okay, we don't okay, know what they're going to say. Well, that's right. That's for sure. All right, Ron. All right, thanks, man. Take care. All right, you too. I but I that we need. Well, let's we'll we'll take a quick break, and I will be back in two minutes and uh, talk to our our next person here on KGMI Connects. Maybe it'll be you. We all make plans and envision what our lives will look like. But life happens and choices are made, some for the better, others for the worse, and sometimes the end result is unknown. If you or a loved one have ever faced an unplanned pregnancy, you understand the wonder and the fear that comes with the unknown. From the moment a baby is conceived, it is a new human life with its own DNA, never existed before and never will again. At just six weeks, you can hear the heartbeat of a precious and valuable human being. Circumstances may not be ideal, but where there is life, there is hope. You are not alone. 
My name is Maggie. Myself and many others want to stand with women in crisis who may feel helpless and hopeless. We can help with a place to stay, food to eat, clothing for you and your upcoming child. We can offer help finding a job or continuing your education. We want to stand with you and help you succeed as a parent and an individual. Your life matters and so does your baby's. Contact us at lindenhumanlife.org. That storm was intense. I can't believe it took down all those trees. Yeah, especially the one that came through our roof. The whole thing needs to be replaced. Who did your brother use last year? Wasn't it like Justin's? Justin's. He's still bragging about how fast, affordable, and professional they were. And I gotta admit, Justin's roofing really improved the whole look of his house. Well, the longer we wait to get someone out here, the worse the damage inside the house is gonna get. You mean you're not calling your buddies to help you replace it yourself? Heck no. A job like this needs professionals. We need a roof that'll hold up to Northwest weather and comes with a warranty. Agreed. Searching Jostin's Roofing. I think it's Justin's. Look, Jostin'sRoofing.com says they give free quotes, are licensed, bonded, insured, and are a family-owned and operated business with over 20 years serving Northwest Washington. I still say it's Justin's Roofing. It's Jostin's, spelled with two O's. Just call 815-ROOF. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We are, and we go to John in Blaine. Hi, John. Are you there, John? John in Blaine. Give him a few more seconds, and we'll put him on hold. John, are you there? All right. Let's go to uh, Gary over in Victoria. Hey, Gary. Hey, Joe. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Well, it seems like everybody gets to ask you a question today. And honestly, it was was pretty hard for me to narrow one down today because there's a pretty target-rich environment out there. (laughs) True. But I'm, uh, (laughs) I'm interested to hear your top four deficit presidents. Uh, top four. Um, By percentage, because that's the only true way to measure. Golly. I think Reagan's got to be there, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Um, FDR? Nope. Okay. Hmm. I just thought uh, with World War II and the spending on social programs, maybe he'd be in there. Uh, but we'll go with Ronald well, remember, Reagan. Remember, Joe, you're... Remember, Joe, your deficit is now thirty-two trillion, and when Clinton hmm. left office, it was only five. Okay, so I—I uh, I think George W. Bush. Yep. Okay. Um. And considering what happened during J.W., who do you think is next? I—I I guess you know. I mean, I know I'm uh, probably Obama. Yep. And Trump. Yep. Oh, okay. It didn't good. Way to go. <laughs> sure is. I had one misfire there on FDR. You're but... not under. Unfortunately, you're not under the same delusion as your listeners are. So, well, thank you. All right, thanks, that's Gary. Why I keep, that's why. That's why I keep listening because at least I know somebody out there knows what's going on. Well, I don't know that if I know what's going. on. But I try. Thanks, thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. But that, well, actually, Joe, why why do you think that fifty percent of the people in the United States think that it's always the Democrats that are spending the money? Well, I guess it's um, rhetoric. It's the it's is it the just perception. that their rhetoric is that strong? I don't know. You know, I mean, but, well, you know. That's, that's what confuses me because yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, and I think it's, it's, it, you know, it's uh, tribalism. People because wanna... they still think trickle down economics works. Well, there are a lot of <laughs> folks that do believe that, but it really hasn't uh, been shown to be effective, at least from the standpoint of, um, you know, that. Uh, I remember one of the things that they always like to say is that. Uh, 
Well, name me a communist country that's worked out well. And I'd say the same thing. Tell me any time trickle-down economics has ever worked anywhere in the world. Yeah, well, I mean, some of it trickles down, but not a whole lot. And I think ultimately, as far as the the idea that um, that uh, cutting taxes will increase a government's revenue, ultimately, that that has never that has never panned out. But at least here in the no, United exactly. States, I mean, maybe somewhere else, but not here. All right, I mean, Jerry. that's the that's the stuff. The tax cut was is always uh, pumped on, and then. You know, look what's going to happen here in 10 years of the Trump tax cut. It's going to add $3.2 trillion to your national debt. And you're up there in Canada, which will feel the effects. You <laughs> got I, it. What I hear. You know it. Exactly. What? You sneeze, we catch a cold. I remember one time I was up there uh, you know, with uh, my wife. We were vacationing. We were staying at a, at a hotel there. It was, in fact, in Victoria. And... We went down. We sat. We're sitting in a hot tub with some folks there from from Canada. I, I don't know if they were locals or not, but uh, we were just chatting. And I just remember one of them said, "Yeah, when when America eats beans, we get gas." That's right. <laughs> All right. It's, it's either it's either that one or when you guys sneeze, we catch cold. There you go. All right, anyway, Gary. Thanks, have man. A good day, Joe. Appreciate thanks. your call. Yeah. Let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, I'm responding to John from Ferndale, your first caller today. Um, I think I didn't make myself clear enough because I wasn't referring to an individual person misgendering another person in Canada. Uh I was talking about free speech and as a group uh, phenomenon or a protest phenomenon or something like that. I just did 20 minutes of research on Criminal Code 319, uh, Section 319 in Canada. And uh, part one, and it does. This Supreme Court, by the way, verified that this indeed was uh, constitutional in Canada, even though it acknowledged that it does restrict freedom of expression. But the Supreme Court ruled that the sanction made it worthwhile. And by that, it, it could be there. It's a very complicated issue that can involve civil penalties and sometimes criminal penalties. And um, thank God we don't have this in America. Uh, 319, in very short words, it makes it an offense um, for uh, anybody to communicate statements in a public place which incite hatred against an identifiable group. Now, they don't define hatred anywhere in the criminal code. And, um, you know, so that makes it a really dicey proposition right there. But that amounts to the fact that if, if I wanted to do it, and I would never do it, of course, I try to show respect to all groups, all identities, even when I totally disagree with them, okay? Mm-hmm. I just think respect is important. But anyway, I mean, unless they're, you know, uh, I had to avoid being hit on the head today by a uh, criminal out, uh, you know, wandering around a gas station. But I, I ran into the station and got some protection from the clerk, and the guy told me, oh, yeah, he's a schizo. And apparently, uh, but anyway, fortunately, I was alert. But anyway, it's happening more and more now. All right, uh, the big thing is that, uh, you know, if I were to stand on a street corner and have a poster or pass out flyers or make a, a, a speech, so to speak, uh, you know, uh, standing on a corner, mm-hmm. uh, say again, let's just say against uh, Muslims, uh, and advocating. Now, if I were advocating killing Muslims, I that could that's uh, a crime in America. You don't you can't advocate killing anyone in that way. But if I were to speak out against aspects of you know their uh, culture and religion, that is legal in America. It's not legal in Canada because mm-hmm. the the idea is that you would probably incite hatred, uh, at least in, among some people. Yeah, you know, obviously that seems, not everybody in a crowd. Yeah, it seems and, very, very ill-defined. And what, where, where is um, that point where I? Yeah, where, this is uh, yeah, applies I mean, if, to three province, uh, three uh, provinces and a territory, including British Columbia. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I was going to say 
You're right. It's very ill-defined, and that's a problem. It's it, We don't have that here, thank God. The other thing I was going to say is you can look up Jordan Peterson, who I disagree with a lot because he, he's not very fond of LBGTQ people. But nevertheless, as a gay woman, I can say I, I disagree with him. But he does, it, he does cite incidences in which teachers have been uh, removed from their jobs and in Canada even arrested for uh, in for making statements uh, against transgender people, wow. and this okay. is something that uh, is is a fact. And uh, right. you know, I, I'm not saying this is true all over Canada in every single circumstance, but there is there are speech restrictions that the Canadian Supreme Court has approved, and, okay. and that's it's very complicated. So I'll let it go at that. But anyway, just right. wanted to let you know that I'm not totally off my rocker. All right. <laughs> I don't think we thought that, but thanks, Michelle. And uh, let's see, we do have John in Blaine with us. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. How are you doing? Very good. Yeah, I was in the other room looking something up, and, right. some, and you got back too quick. You just you should have done one more commercial. <laughs> All right. No problem. I'm no glad problem. we hung on, though. This, this is uh, this is quick. Okay. On this part, the uh, the hell it says in Matthew twenty four, forty one. Jesus says unto them, uh, "Let's see, uh, they depart from you that work into you curse." Then he goes, um, "Yeah, so depart from you that, that who are cursed into the eternal fire punishment." I'm sorry, for the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. So it really, it was it was made for the devil and his angels, and then the people that. You know, because man fell in the garden and what more. Um, now the ones that don't become Christians and or, you know, and I know that you know they got people got mad at me the last time for what for what I said, but I also said what was in the Bible. Okay. But you know now the like the the Bible I know somewhere it says that the hell is expanding itself, and that's because God created man to worship Him, but God don't force nobody to do nothing. He wants you to worship Him because you love Him. And, and so that's basically that. It, it was prepared. Here it says it's prepared for the angel or the devil and his angels. So the national debt, okay? Okay. What gives them, and I'm talking Republicans and Democrats, the right to push up a debt as high as we have right now, and now they want to make it bigger? How are we going to pay for this? Come on. You and I can't run our house that way. That's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's got to stop. Well, it's but then, yeah, spending reform, you know, if, if that's a priority, then both parties have to work together to figure out how to do it. As far as the debt ceiling, however, it's got to go up because the money's already been spent. The loans have already been taken out. And so we need to be able to pay our bills and to, to stay straight with our creditors or else we're going to have a crashed economy but that's okay. that, that's all the time we have today john i'm sorry to cut okay. you off but we'll get you tomorrow give me a I'm call good. back and we'll talk more Bye. about it all right and uh, thanks to everybody's calls today and another interesting show that's for darn sure we'll be back tomorrow four o'clock here on kgmi connect